Hello there. Come. Oh, you can't come in. That's the point of this camera that mysteriously arrived in my room. Wait, has that been on all this time? Then you might have seen... I feel it is important, at this time of great strife, to state that I, the acquisitions librarian, always make sure to rewind any single-sided tapes before I put them back in the archive. You know what, this has really thrown me out. Having this big screen with patrons on looming over me is very off-putting. Go out and come back in again. Go on, be off with you. Connection ended. Establishing connection to the Amble video conferencing software. Hello there. Please, point your camera somewhere other than up your nostril. That's better. Now, would you like to join me in a scone? I'm assuming you prepared your own. No? Well then, you'll have to just watch me. Let's see. This half can have the jam, and this half can have the cream. Now I just need to remember which order to eat them in. Ah oh well, it'll come back to me. I must say, the more I stare at this camera, the more I get flashbacks to the time they tried to make a documentary here. They wanted us to tell stories about the interesting things that happened when we first welcomed people into this library of audio fiction. Connection lost. Reconnecting. One chap brought in this box of tapes, each one a different robot story, utterly ridiculous. Or the one that had loads of different scary stories which supposedly the internet made? Not sure how, it's mostly cats and porn. Or one that had stories that finished nearly before they started. Connection lost. Reconnecting. And set about him with a narwhal tusk. Connection lost. Reconnecting. Dramas, books, stories, actual plays, and a few other things. Connection lost. Reconnecting. I'm afraid I was very drunk. Connection lost. Reconnecting. And that's where the scroll came from. The other problem, of course, is that I can't just hand people the tapes anymore. I think you have to just sit there while I put them in a river? That can't be right. Let me check my notes. Apparently I have to stream them. Well, whatever floats your boat, I suppose. There's almost certainly a button for it somewhere. Ah, here we are. Looks like I can flood you with four different shows this week, so best to crack on. This first one is World of Tomorrow. Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. Say the new millennium began the day progress was finished. A domed metropolis of the world's greatest minds, a permanent showcase of American ingenuity. Built on the swamplands of central Florida, in this self-styled city of the future, 50,000 temporary residents live, work, and occasionally die.
World of Tomorrow is an audio series about the adventures of Tim Less as he solves the mysteries of progress. By the time I was halfway back to the office, my heat headache had subsided. Diminished from a front row seat to the 4th of July theme park firework extravaganza to the same extravaganza, just heard from somewhere off of International Drive. Well, there I was, rubbing my temples, trying to remember which watering hole might be the quickest path to liquid relief when I overheard the couple in the seat across from me saying the words Liam, Crawford, and murder in a very serious tone. Crawford had all the popularity and progress of brain-eating amoeba in Bay Lake. In fact, if we had elections here, they'd probably be voting for the amoeba. The first episode arrives February 25th, 2020. Then there's The Shelf Life, which is a short-form podcast sitcom about Blue Cat Books, a small independent bookstore in a quaint American town, and the store's owner, Edwin Charles, as he deals with the daily nuisance of his customers and neighbours. Hi, welcome to Blue Cat Books. Hi, Mr. Charles. Hey, Mr. Charles. Good morrow, my liege. Edwin, you should hire someone to help out around here. The place could use a good dusting. The owner, too. Welcome to The Shelf Life, a sitcom about a small-town bookstore, the man who runs it, and the people who just won't leave him alone. You have very strong opinions on salad. Uh, you checked out a long time ago. Called you a, um, ornery skin sack of rusty doorknobs. You can be a curmudgeonly old arsehole. Well, you've given me some things to think about. A customer. I almost thought I'd walked into the wrong shop. (sighs) The Shelf Life was filmed before a fake studio audience. (laughs) And also there's Cassie and Corey, which is a drum and bass musical about eating disorders. Corey is fat. In fact, he's massive. It's the night before his gastric band operation, but he's too scared to go through with it. He has a better plan. He is going to steal a mobility scooter from the hospital and go and pick up his best friend and recovering anorexic, Cassie. They're going to go to the Brit school for an audition at 9am. They rhyme together, they spit bars together, together they can do anything. Together they will go on a journey through the South London night, doing what they do best, making drum and bass. Yo, Cassie! Yo, Cassie! My name is Cassie. Hello! I'm a girl. And Corey... Oh, what's going on, Corey? Corey as well. I've left the hospital. Oh, I can see that. My mate. I've changed my mind. He's a boy. Change your mind? That's about as simple as it gets. I've got a plan. I'm going to the Brit school. I used to look at him and just get blown away by his imagination. And... What, Dr. Simeon gave you a mobility scooter as a leaving present, did she? I'm not walking there. I wouldn't make it. Like there was a massive floating island of ideas tied to his wrist by a string like a kid with a balloon. You nicked it! It was his idea to put that night into a drum and bass musical. I'm coming down. If you like it, Lash. If you like your drum and bass, follow me. Come on, what are you waiting for? Cassie and Corey by Christopher Hawk and GTA.
You forgot to tell him about me. Finally, there's original fairy tales for the modern day world. Tales from the Ether is an anthology series written by three times award winning writer Jackie Jorgensen, which tells a different three part story each season. Each season also features a trailer and a post story Q&A episode with cast and crew. The first up is Witch of Rockwood Cove. I I came from just east of here, and I noticed your blight while I was walking. I I want to help. I've treated it elsewhere, and I know it can create a nasty illness if consumed. Perfect. What is it? It's what I spray the crops with. I don't say this to alarm anyone, but visions, convulsions, does that not sound like the work of the devil? It's just that you're very pretty, and while I appreciate taking walks with an attractive young woman, I also quite enjoy when she has something to say. I think it's fascinating. Or... Maybe you're just fascinating when you talk about it. I don't think so. I do. Enough of this talk, Kina. I suppose- I've had enough! Now, let's have dessert. I'm just going to kiss you now. Alright. We just need to show her the way, that whatever she's doing up there, with Daisy, it's a sin. But that doesn't mean it's not too late to be saved. Oh God, my children! Gina, come out and face us! No more of these little tricks! I will not die here. That's the beauty and the downfall of Rockwood. Right, that's your lot for this week. Hope you enjoy those, and no sneakily turning on that camera again to try and get more shows. This public library is my private space. Oh, and if you happen to find any shows you think we don't have, feel free to send us a message on the Twitter. You can probably do it with a full ensemble if you like. No one ever uses all 140 characters. The address is at Audio Drama Debut. Someone monitors it, I'm sure. Anyway, cheerio.